You're listening to Legal Work, a bi-weekly podcast offering legal advice to students recorded from the production room at 88.1 WKNC on the campus of North Carolina State University. My name is Colleen Keenan-Ferguson, and I'm the podcast manager for WKNC. Legal Work, this podcast, is my effort to help educate young adults like myself who may be misinformed about how the law works in specific cases and under specific circumstances. Today's topic deals with protesting in Raleigh. Stories of protesting and police brutality have saturated local media and social media networks, and a lot of debate has emerged over the rights of the individual in exercising their First Amendment rights and the rights of the police officer upholding the law. I sat down with a lawyer from University Student Legal Services to discuss the rights of the individual and of the police officer in protesting. When protesting, for whatever reason, it's a good idea to do so legally and to always know your rights. As an American citizen, you do have the right to protest. You have the right to free speech without government persecution. My name is Michael Ferrante, and I'm an attorney with University Student Legal Services. Do citizens have the right to protest? What does that mean exactly? Citizens do have the right to protest. Um, Protesting is something that can be kind of individualized uh, for different people. They might have different views of what it is, but the government cannot stop you from expressing your thoughts. Your First Amendment right is that you have the right to freely express yourself, to peaceably assemble, and uh, also to petition the government. So yeah, you have a right to protest. Uh, They can put certain restrictions on that, and that could be if a protest is inciting violence, and that would have to be pretty clear They can also place time, manner of speech restrictions and place restrictions on protest or just free speech in general. So an example of that time restriction would be if someone is protesting on a city block at a very late hour in the night and there are residents who live near there. Um, That would be a reasonable time restriction, more than likely. Place restrictions would be something akin to you're allowed to protest on almost any city sidewalk. Uh, However, certain buildings, you're not allowed to go in and protest. Obviously, you can protest outside the courthouse, but if you actually go into the courthouse Mm -hmm. while court's in session, more than likely you would have a problem. Manner of speech restrictions are all something that can be done. Typically, you see these in the form of law enforcement or municipalities not allowing sound amplification or regulating how big signs can be, something of that manner. One of the things I think sometimes gets confused in this is the fact that, you know, the the right to protest and the right to freely express yourself is your right to not be bothered by the government. That's not the same as individual employers or private entities. Can you be arrested while protesting and what does it take? You can't be arrested merely for protesting uh, as long as that is a peaceful protest. But there are things that sometimes happen during protest that can cause individuals to be arrested. For instance, if a protest gets to such a size or there's some sort of actions that happen that seem unsafe in law enforcement's you know, eyes and there's no bright line test on that, then if someone's not ordered to disperse, they could possibly be arrested. Under those grounds, if any violence takes place, you know, people can be arrested for that. Protest does not alleviate someone of their actions just mm-hmm. because it's a protest. The other thing is, you know, civil disobedience, which is a form of protest uh, many people is simply disobeying nonviolently, you know, the law. And, and people do that a lot of times here in Raleigh. You see it with Moral Monday, uh, where they will sometimes not comply with orders to leave the legislative building, and then they're arrested for, for trespassing. And that's a means of showing protest, but you have to be willing to accept the consequences there because you will be criminally charged.
Do you know how long police officers can hold protesters for if they've been arrested for civil disobedience or something related to protesting? Well, that actually depends. You know, if they are arrested, then they're going to be detained until they make bail or they're put in front of a magistrate or judge. People can't be detained merely for protesting. Uh, an officer can only detain you if they're investigating a crime or making an arrest. So that if you are arrested, it's really going to depend on what you did. Uh, if you go in front of a judge because you were, you know, say, not agreeing to leave and you were, you know, arrested for trespassing, chances are you're not going to be very long in jail and the bail will be low. But if there were violence or something more serious, your bail will likely be higher and you may not be able to leave if you're not able to make that bail. So do protesters have to inform the authorities when they're going to protest or can they just go out on a street corner or in front of the courthouse and just start picketing? Well, that's actually an interesting question, and that's going to depend on where they're protesting. Let's talk about Raleigh, for instance. Yeah. Raleigh is an interesting city, uh, just like any capital city. You've got not only the city property, but you've got state property. You've got the General Assembly, which has you know legislative officers who are you know overseeing that. Uh, the city of Raleigh itself does have city ordinances that deal with protesting. They refer to it as picketing. That pretty much covers that. Um, if you want to know in detail about those ordinances, they're listed online. You can go and take a look. But basically, in Raleigh, you would need to get a permit if you're gonna have a group of 10 or more and to protest. And there is an officer at the Raleigh Police Department who deals with this. His name is Officer Stokely. Now, the city itself requires that you give him 24 hours notice. The things that they ask you are actually in the ordinance. It's Ordinance 12-1056, which is called Picketing Permitted, Notice of Intent and Receipt Required. They're going to ask you some questions. They're going to want to know the name, if any, of the organization or group who are sponsoring or proposing to pick it. Um, now, you can actually do this anonymously. So you can say, I would like to do it anonymously, and that will be sufficient for that kind of question. Uh, you have to give them the location or locations in the city where you're going to do it. Um, they want to know if, if something crazy is going to happen, you know, um, not only to prepare for it, but if someone shows up and they're doing a protest, and like I said, that can be many forms. They have no idea of it. They don't know if they're responding to a crime in progress or protest. Mm -hmm. So it helps everybody to kind of know yeah. what's going on. They want to know the dates on which it's going to occur. They want to know whether or not persons below the age of 18 are expected to participate. Mm -hmm. And they want to know whether persons in charge, uh, the person in charge of the activity and who will accompany it, and that the person has to carry the receipt, which is going to be that email for Officer Stokely showing that they've done this. So that's a pretty quick turnaround. It's not that much that they're asking mm -hmm. for, so it's pretty easy to do. There are also regulations on where you can be. Uh, you can't be on the street. You can be on the sidewalk. They want you to leave Mm -hmm. space for the sidewalk to uh, for pedestrians to pass through. They don't want you to block any ingress or egress. You can have placards. They don't want it to be any higher than 36 inches, three feet basically, is also in the limit. Now there's also some areas in Raleigh that are a little different and there's you know different things that are called you know public forums that are traditional public forums. Mm -hmm. A sidewalk, a, par a park, something like that would be one of those. In Raleigh something like Moore Square is mm -hmm. one of those traditional public forums. However, but it's also an area where they have special events take place. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to have something of sound amplification or where it's going to be intense, you're going to have a stage, a podium, anything other than people out there kind of just demonstrating, uh, you would need to get a special event permit more than likely. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's going to take more time and that will have some fees associated with it, but it depends on what you're doing. Again, if you're not going to have all of that, then you don't need to get that special use permit. Protests under uh, 10 people also don't need to get a permit, but most people aren't that sure how many people are going to show up, so it's mm -hmm. probably 
probably a good idea to go and go for this process. Again, you may not need to get that permit for more square or some place like that, but it's good to know. Another thing people should know if they are going to protest in Raleigh or anywhere in North Carolina is you can't have weapons at a protest. It seems kind of self-evident, but yeah. you know, we are an open carry state for firearms and things of that nature, but you're not allowed to have those at protest. That's by state statute. And weapons are more than simply guns. They can include knives, they can actually the nail file uh, or nail clippers are included uh, because it references a statute that is talking about educational facilities and these are things that you wouldn't be allowed to be bring on an educational institution either. So you know, those are all things to, to be aware of if you're gonna be in Raleigh protesting. It's important to also know where you are. Some of the property in this town is owned by the state and some are under special conditions. Do police have the right to deny anyone's request for a protest? They can't deny the protest unless it has some certain requirements. Let's say you want to protest in Moore Square. Someone's already gotten a special use permit for that property. You can't protest there. They're not allowed to simply deny your protest permit because you want to do it. In fact, the ordinance says it shall be approved. Now, if there's competing groups who want to protest in the same place at the same time, they actually even have a, pro have a procedure for that, or they will allow a lot the same space for each side. Now, if it gets to a point where there's either a problem with space or it just gets unsafe, they may ask people to disperse. What rights do police have detaining protesters? They can't detain them during a protest, mm -hmm. only if they're investigating a crime or they're arresting them. So mm -hmm. just because you're out there and you're protesting or making yourself heard, uh, that doesn't mean that you can be detained. If you are detained, I mean, or if an officer does engage you, it could be out of curiosity or it could simply be to, to engage you because they're, they want to see what's going on. Um, you know, be polite if that happens. Answer, we are not in a state where you have to present identification unless you're driving. You can ask, you know, am I being detained? And if you aren't, you're able to leave. If you're being arrested, you should also exercise your right to remain silent and get legal counsel. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, you can't be just stopped because you're protesting. This is an NC State specific question, but mm -hmm. can students be expelled or face disciplinary actions for protesting on campus? You can't be expelled for protesting on campus. Your free speech rights don't end when you step on the university. Mm -hmm. Now, the university does have policies regarding, you know, protesting as well. Any individual who's a student group or a student who wants to protest on campus, they have to go through a process of permitting, much like in the city of Raleigh. It's a safe idea to contact student involvement or the University Council's office to see what requirements you have to do and what is maybe not allowed. For instance, you know, if sound amplification is not allowed or anything like that. But no, simply for protesting, you cannot be expelled or suspended. Obviously, if people are going to be protesting in other areas, they should be aware of where they are protesting. Uh, most municipalities will have their city ordinances online. You can check ahead of time, and that doesn't take very long. And so you can be sure what you're doing is allowed. If you see individuals who are doing something that is not peaceful, I, I think you'd want to distance yourself from them mm -hmm. as well, because what they're doing is committing crime. And other states do have uh, statutes that deal with you having to present identification when asked. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to be outside of the state, you have to be aware of what those laws are as well. You know, I mean, for the most part, you can just call up the places and ask. I mean, you have a constitutional right to protest, so asking is not going to stop it. Yeah. If you do, it's just going to ensure that you know what you're allowed to do. The, air, the issue of where you can protest, uh, mm -hmm. you're not allowed to do targeted picketing of residents, private residents. Mm -hmm. So even though someone may disagree with an individual's decision or something of that nature, um, you know, our North Carolina general statutes say you can't go in front of their house and, and picket and protest. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's by state law, and so people wouldn't want to do that.
yeah. uh, because it is, it's a class two misdemeanor. What conditions have to exist in a protest for police to respond to it in full riot gear? Well, that's, that's something that is not a uniform answer. Mm -hmm. I mean, all police departments are... At their discretion? At, well, they're at their discretion, but also they're trained differently. There's no standard of when they put on riot gear. And I think they would mostly react to that, you know, mm -hmm. to the situation. If they expect a hostile crowd, I suppose they may. I think it'd be more likely uh, that if they've seen violence or they've seen something that they would react to that. Or if something gets out of hand, then they will show up in possibly riot gear. But I would hope that it would not be just the de facto response if they believe a peaceful pro uh, protest is going to take place. My name is Michael Fronte. I'm an attorney at University Student Legal Services, and when I am not providing legal services to the students, I'm listening to WKNC. Interested in protesting in Raleigh? Be sure to contact Officer Stokely at the Raleigh Police Department by calling the permitting office at 919-996-3335. The Code of Ordinances for the Municipal City of Raleigh can be found online at M-U-N-I-C-O-D-E dot com by accessing their library and selecting North Carolina, Raleigh, Codes, and finally, Code of Ordinances. Ordinances 12-1056, 1057, and 1058 all deal with picketing procedures. Ordinance 12-1058, which regards interference with pickets prohibited, police authority to disperse crowds, failure to leave when ordered, declared offense. And it says, A. It shall be unlawful for any person to physically interfere with pickets in the use of the sidewalk or to address profane, indecent, abusive, or threatening language to or at those pickets which would tend to provoke the pickets or others to a breach of the peace. B. The police officers of the city may, in the event of the assemblage of persons in such numbers as to tend to intimidate pickets pursuing their lawful objective through numbers alone or through use of inflammatory words, direct the dispersal of persons so assembled and may arrest any person who fails to absent himself from the place of such assemblage when so directed by the police. C. Whenever the free passage of any street or sidewalk in the city shall be obstructed by a crowd, whether or not the crowd assembles as a result of or in connection with picketing, the persons composing such crowd shall disperse or move on when directed to do so by a police officer. It shall be unlawful for any person to refuse to so disperse or move on when so directed by a police officer as provided. It is also important to note that the City of Raleigh is currently auditing their private use of public spaces program and updating it so picketing permitting processes may change in the future. For more information on how to protest on the campus of North Carolina State University, please contact Student Involvement at 919-515-2797 or by email at studentinvolvement at ncsu.edu. If you have any pressing legal concerns, you should contact a lawyer. But if you're just curious about how the law works regarding a specific matter, please email me at podcast at wknc.org. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe via iTunes, follow us on Tumblr, or listen on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash wknc881 and never miss an episode.